Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Hey and welcome to another episode of The Intentional Bride. The Intentional Bride is a space where you nurture your heart in God's love, where you learn to be intentional in your faith and as you aspire to gain freedom, love and empowerment from this sweet, 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 sweet Jesus that I serve. Happy, 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 happy Sunday. I hope you're having a beautiful day and I I hope that you are blessed. And absolutely, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Today's episode, I can't decide what to call it. I don't know whether to call it the wilderness or caught up, but I'll finalize. But today's word is from Revelation. And Revelation is typically one of those books where people don't necessarily go for inspiration. But I've been studying it in my bible study and so i feel like this is necessary and timely as well as i believe it's a word it's a word it's our now word so start again on revelation revelation 12 now a great sign appeared in heaven a woman clothed with the sun with the moon under her feet and on her head a garland of 12 stars Then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great, a fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his head. His tail grew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God and his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God, that she should feed there 1,260 days. Okay, so when I read this initially, I was like, "Mm." so things are thick. There's a dragon. There's a dragon, there's a woman in labor. It's really bad. You know, I have kids. Being in labor is not pretty. It's not cute. And what I can tell you for sure, if there's a dragon waiting to eat your baby in that moment, I promise you that dragon is going to eat that baby because there's no way for you to protect yourself. There's no way for you to shield yourself. You're vulnerable. And despite the fact that the woman was described as clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and her head and a garland of 12 stars, her foe, her foe was something else. He was fiery. He was red. He had seven heads. He had 10 horns. He had things going on. He still drew a third of the stars. And you know, the Lord said to me, how vulnerable did this woman feel? How hopeless did her situation feel? But listen, As soon as her child was born, he was caught up. The baby was caught up and to God and his throne. You see, the dragon was sure. The dragon was sure that the minute the woman gave birth to this boy or girl or whatever she gave birth to, that he was having, he was having this meal. He was going to destroy this destiny. He was going to destroy these generations. He was going to destroy everything. But God caught up. He caught up her her blessing. He caught up her blessing and sent it to a place where no one could reach it, to a place where the, not even the dragon in all his might could access. He caught up the baby to his throne. 
And then the lady, what happened to the lady? The woman then fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by the Lord that they should feed her there 1,260 days. Now listen, guys. This is where I want to focus my word. The blessing was caught up and sent to heaven. The woman, the vulnerable woman, was sent to the wilderness, to a place prepared by God, prepared by God, that they should feed her for a timeline, 1,260 days. Some of you are in a wilderness. Your blessing was born. It's been caught up. It's in heaven. So now the Lord has then sent you to a place prepared for you, a dry place. A difficult place but in that place his provision he's provided provision he's provided a place a, a, a place of comfort for you he's provided a place of reassurance for you but some of you wouldn't even recognize your wilderness if it was slapped into your face you spend your wilderness days whining you spend your days complaining to God you spend your days saying to God why am I here what am I supposed to be learning surely no good can come from this but these massive miracles happening around you, your blessing is already secured in heaven. Your blessing is already held onto by God himself at the throne. He's kept it there. He's like, when so-and-so is ready, after the predetermined time that I have set aside for this, so-and-so can come back and receive their blessing. So why does God send us into wilderness seasons? When I was in my wilderness season, I was focusing on everything that could go wrong. I was focusing on the negative. I was focusing on the unemployment. I was focusing on the miscarriage. I was focusing on the on the suffering. I was focusing on everything that could possibly go wrong. I was focusing on the way my life felt like absolute crap. And I never was I was never once focusing on what possibly God could be teaching me in this moment. You see, God already had my answer. He had my answer held in heaven and i think that to be honest if i look back if i received my breakthrough at the very moment i thought i needed my breakthrough i believe that i would have not been the person that i am today and i think that it would have corrupted the very essence of who or what god was trying to bring out in my life there's this thing that kenyans are, are talking about right now character development and they're like you know when you go through the worst of the worst in a relationship and you come out on the other side you're like hey this is the new me i've been finished i've been finished so this is what is left but god is big on character development and sometimes his character development can feel a bit like an abusive relationship but it's not really abusive it's really a place for you to settle at his feet and just really you know wait on him Wait on him. Wait on him and truly believe that whatever he has said for you, even if he said it seven years ago, even if he said it ten years ago, will come to pass. We serve a God that's not limited by time. But we, have a, we also serve a God that manipulates time. You see, God could easily have stopped the dragon. Why first and foremost, why was there even a dragon? He could have dealt with that dragon in the beginning of, you know, I feel like this whole chapter would not even have been necessary if he had just snatched the dragon by its tail and thrown it where it belongs and let this woman give birth in peace and nurture her baby and have her time with her baby. But the things that happen to you, 
The things that happen to you are necessary. They're necessary for your character development so that when God takes that gift that he's kept in heaven and he places it in your laps and he says, listen, so and so, it's time for you now to execute and walk in this favor that I have blessed in your life. First and foremost, you will never, ever take that for granted. You will never also think that it's because of you or your goodness. You will understand it's by the mercy of God. And then when he sends people that are equally as broken as you once were, they'll be healing. You become a source of inspiration, a well for these people. So that wilderness that you're in, that wilderness that you're in is necessary. It's important. It's so important. But remember, it's a place that has been prepared by God for you. God is not limited by time. He will wait as long as he needs. And that's what he taught me the hard way. He will wait as long as I need to get it together. The minute that I surrendered and said, God, this is not about me. This is about you. If you want me never to have other children, that's okay. I will still serve you. If you want me and my husband never to be stable financially, that's okay. It's about you. If you want us never to have a prospect of anything really but in this world we just the only good that will come out of my generations is that i will be able to say god you are good and your mercies and you're forever if that's all you want for me it's okay i'm done i'm done waiting on this thing i'm done trying to call on your name and cause you to bless me in this specific way i'm thankful for life i'm thankful that my son is okay i'm thank you i'm thankful that i have breath i'm thankful that you are here and you have never let me go i'm thank you i'm thankful for your protection and the minute i went into that space and i begin began to give thanks for that which he had done the floodgates the floodgates poured open and my blessings came through. And not only, let me tell you what is so amazing about all this is that they didn't come through how I expected. They came through over and above, exceedingly and abundantly above anything I could ever have asked or think. You see, the thing is, you think that, some of you think that that prayer you're making is what even God is going to reward you with. It's bigger, it's better, it's badder. But he's interested in your character developing. He's not going to release anything to you for you to destroy it. We're talking about this is your final, you know, this is it. This is what God has. You know, God is systematic. This is what he has to release and he builds on and then he builds on and he builds on and keeps building on. So imagine he releases for you the founding, the foundation, and then you go and you destroy the foundation. So where is he going to put the walls? And where is he going to, you know, so... Just like any building, when you pour the foundation, you have to let it cure. You have to give it time to settle in before you set up the house. Otherwise, if you set up that, the foundation is everything. If you set up that foundation wrong, then you go and start putting up the walls. To the naked eye, it looks like a beautiful house, but one day it's going to come crashing down. And we've seen a lot and a lot of these cases. So that's why God takes time with you. He's setting up the foundation stone in your life. He's like, oh my God, if I give this child a husband right now, that guy will not last six months. So I have to let this foundation cure. Now, you determine how long you cure that foundation for. Your blessing has been caught up. You see that prayer you keep making? God, will I ever? Will I ever? Will I ever? Yes, you will. You will. It's not even a question of will I ever. It's done. It's secured. It's in heaven. It's sealed. It's for you 
to come into his presence and say, you know what? Secure me. Secure my foundation. Secure my bag. Secure my mind. Secure my heart. Secure me. Let me be that when you place this beautiful blessing upon me, it will stand. It will stand. You know what? You'd rather be messing up in third floor, fourth floor, uko. God has already set up your foundation, you're messing up. So maybe you look like one of those unfinished apartments where your fourth floor is still under construction for the last 10 years. Imagine I'd rather you're in that space than God. You're messing up with your foundation. You're messing up with your foundation. God wanted me to tell you that your wilderness season is a season of blessing. It's a season of provision. It's a season prepared by himself. It's a season where you can access him like, like, you know, like the snap of your finger because he's very interested in seeing what his school of character development is producing. He's very, very interested in seeing how his children are growing from level to level. Remember, he is a God of order. He's the creator of time. He's not concerned about it. You're saying your ovaries are drying all the time. He doesn't care about all that. He's the order and author of time. And he looks at your life as one piece. And at any given time, he sees my beginning and he sees my end. He knows how I came in. He knows how I'm going to go out. He knows that everything that's going to go on in between, he knows. And he can give that, you that access to that information to give you sight, to give you hope, to keep you going. So I implore you, your wilderness season is a season of love. It's a season of joy. Don't wear it. And be like, oh man, I just don't know what's going on. This is such a bad time. You know where this should be the time where you glow the most, you slay the most, you love the most. Because the King of Kings, he concerns himself with every detail of every second of your life. A season of joy is what the wilderness season is. Your blessing has been caught up. Your wilderness is set up. Hold on to this God. Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you can make this space a home for your heart.